welcome to the Wellness Hustle Podcast. I'm Kirsty Taylor, your host, a writer, a storyteller, and a wanderer of life. I struggled so much in the past, and it wasn't until I started to focus on myself that I saw true change and really started living my life. This podcast is aimed to help you realize that this whole work hard, play hard mantra bullshit has not been cutting it. We need to focus on what truly matters. Think of this podcast as a tool for finally hustling for yourself. So let's shift our focus from the external to the internal because in the end, you deserve it. Welcome to the Wellness Hustle Podcast via Ecuador. I am currently in Cuenca, which is south of Quito and kind of in the mountains. My parents live here and they live the whole retired early and get to travel all the time life, which is kind of a plug for them because that is literally their website name, retire early and travel. So I am in Ecuador. It's been a really interesting experience. It's been a while since I traveled and traveling was a huge part of my life when I first graduated college because I lived abroad for two years, lived in South Korea, China, Spain, France. By the way, people just assume that I had money or my parents were paying for that. Not true. I found ways to make money. I taught. I did promo modeling. I worked as a nanny. I found freelancing work from someone that I knew in the United States. So I definitely worked. I definitely had a job always had a job. But yeah, traveling was always a huge part of my life. It had been a while since I had gotten out of the country. And so now I'm here in Ecuador. It's my first time in South America. And I just love travel more so because of the new culture that you get to experience. Um, I'm not into going to very touristy spots or where there's a lot of tourists. I'm very into going to the lesser traveled parts and really seeing the true culture of a country rather than just what they put on for tourists. So it's been nice in Cuenca. It's not a huge touristy type of city, but it is still very rich in culture. And I was able to go to the Andes Mountains. That was pretty sick. And I got to see some llamas and alpacas, which there is a difference. So it's been really cool. A little bit sad. There's a lot of Venezuelan people here. And it's really such a shame to see and hear about what's going on in their country. And they're allowed to come into Ecuador. But unfortunately, they're not allowed to receive a work visa. So they can't work unless they're working under the table. And so there's a lot of them out in the streets performing, trying to get money from people that are in passing by cars. But these people, they're our age. They're my age. They're your age. They're anywhere from like, well, there's babies and stuff, but there's people on the streets performing anywhere from 18 to, you know, in their 50s. And it's really sad because these people are just like us, you know? And it's as if like the United States all of a sudden became war torn and was not safe to live in. We unfortunately, or we fortunately are completely blind to what that is like or what that fear is like. But these people have been forced to flee their country and are now on the streets asking for money. And it's sad. And it's sad to see that, especially when it's someone that's, you know, your age or they have kids or they have a whole family. But yeah, yeah, um, just things that traveling opens your your eyes to. Yeah, yeah. But on a lighter note, I got to interview some really rad women this week. They are the co-founders of a company called Branch Basics. It's a clean product company, and they make a concentrate that you can use for 
surface cleaner, cleaning your car, cleaning your clothes, cleaning your body, and it's very clean, it's very safe, but more so, this company has a mission and a statement that they're trying to make about simple, back-to-basics living. And there's three co-founders. I was able to interview Marilee and Allison, and they're both a pleasure to talk to and so passionate about what they do. They both have very intense stories about how their health was made worse, and they had these issues that they couldn't figure out what was wrong with them. And when they took the chemicals out of their homes and everything, they were able to finally detox and finally rid their bodies of what was going on and they healed themselves. And it's just a very beautiful story. They're very passionate about what they do. And I feel like that surpasses the product that they're making. The product is just a way to get their message out, but their message is the bigger picture. And it's really, really beautiful. It was great to talk to them. And there was something that Marilee and I talked about after the interview, so I didn't catch this on recording, but I just want to throw out there that the third co-founder, Kelly, she didn't have a big traumatic ailment that was plaguing her. She just came along with Allison to visit Marilee in Texas, and when they all when they both started to take out the chemicals and everything from their lives, Kelly saw differences in her health that she didn't even know were issues, like she had dry eyes, and that, that got fixed. She... She all of a sudden got her period and she didn't have cramping and everything before. So it's just little things, but it was so many little things that it impacted her in such a way that she held on to this lifestyle and was so obsessed with it that she completely changed her career. So I think that was worth just shedding some light on and talking about since we weren't able to record that in the interview. But yeah, so I get to talk with Marilee and Allison and it was really inspiring and I really hope you guys enjoy it. They have a ton of great wisdom and they're really passionate about their message and I hope you guys enjoy this interview and maybe it'll inspire you to change a little bit of what's in your home and get more into chemical free living for yourself. Hope you guys enjoy. Well, welcome to the Wellness Hustle podcast. I really appreciate it. I'm here with Allison and Marilee. Can you guys tell me about how you got into the wellness industry and the work that you do? Yes. Um, this is Allison, and we are so excited to be on your podcast. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Um, and I can start. Um, this answer is going to probably be one of the more unique ones you've heard in terms of how did we get into this. But it really started back in sixth grade when I had my period. Okay. <laughs> and then it never came back. Um, oh, and wow. then in high school, I went to an OB-GYN here in Houston, and I was diagnosed with um, the worst case of polycystic ovarian syndrome, PCOS that he had ever yeah. seen. So I had cysts covering my ovaries and I was put on birth control and told there was really nothing I could do about it. You know, it's either hereditary or, you know, it's such a, it's a syndrome. It kind of covers a blanket of issues, um, mm -hmm. endocrine issues and one in 10 women now suffer from it. So right. I, um, got on birth control, kind of accepted the diagnosis, made it my own. You know, I was told I would never be able to have children naturally. I would have to do, um, you know, fertility treatments. And it just didn't really hit me that hard because I was, you know, 17 years old. Yeah. So fast forward to college. This is actually where I met Kelly. She was my roommate there and we roomed together essentially the whole time, um, who is our third founder. Right. And, um, my body basically broke down in terms of just, pain. I mean, from my neck to my toes, we could not figure out what was going on. I started seeing all these doctors around Austin. And, nice. um, once that wasn't helping and I was really essentially put on, I was like a walking pharmacy. I was on painkillers and muscle relaxers and antidepressants and sleeping pills. 
Um, and no one could figure uh, out what was going on. I started traveling the country, seeing some of the best specialists in the nation. And um, a couple of them said that they thought that I had, you know, early MS. And really, it was such a scary time. And um, yeah, I just felt young so... Enough. Hopeless. Yeah. Um, did not know where it was going to go because it just seemed to keep getting worse and worse. So the road ahead did, did not seem very hopeful. So then Marilee, my aunt, by, you know, my real aunt, not just an endearing term, yeah. <laughs> she comes along and starts asking me questions that no one else had asked me. She was saying things like, you know, uh, what is your three-day diet diary look like? What have you recently moved or remodeled? Have you been exposed to pesticides? Do you use pesticides? What kind of body care and personal care products do you use? You know, do you, what kind of cleaning products do you use? Do you use dryer sheets? You know, things that no one had asked me. And honestly, you know, I thought it was a little cuckoo and I thought there's no way that the best doctors in the nation can't crack this. And Marilee's, you know, in the hill country. And, you know, I knew that she was environmental and dietary health specialist and she'd been doing that for years, but I just could not understand how this was related. Her questions were related to what I was going through. But at the same time, I was so attracted to this path because it gave me control. It put the control back in my court and it allowed me to do something, you know, I'm like, well, wait, you know, there are these things that I've been doing every single day. And whether this sounds crazy or not, I can give them up. I can just see if this works. You know, it's not a drug and it's not a genetic, you know, here are the cards you've been dealt and there's nothing you can do about it. So it was very empowering and I'm kind of a type A person. So I thought I'm doing this. So, um, sure enough, I stepped away from my, you know, hundred calorie packs and Splenda and all my quote unquote healthy foods and stopped using dryer sheets and fragrances and all these, you know, pesticides and fresh paints and things like that. Mm-hmm. And my pain lessened you know, immensely. Um, Kelly was super curious as my roommate. She saw that this stuff was helping me. You know, these steps were helping me more than anything. And so she and I, upon graduation from the University of Texas, decided to go live with Marilee for the summer. And little did we know that that would completely change our lives, the course of our careers. And we got out there, we started breathing, you know, fresh air and living right. in Marilee's home that's completely did, free of... Where did she live at the time? Uh, Marilee lives, yeah. still does, in the Texas oh. Hill Country. In oh, okay, the Kerrville cool. area, yeah. So, you know, we grounded, we walked barefoot, we drank juice. This was before juice was even, you know, popular. It was like orange juice and grapefruit juice. So we were drinking the real beet and carrot and cucumber juice. And within two months, I was completely off all my drugs. I was pain-free. I was able to sit for long periods of time. Mm -hmm. Um, My, you know, neuromuscular skills were coming back. I had lost a lot of, you know, kind of like nerve-related skills. And... I continued to live this lifestyle for a couple of years and I went back to the doctor that originally diagnosed me with PCOS and mm-hmm. took a sonogram and I had reversed PCOS. I had no cysts on my ovaries. And then a couple of years later, I had my period on my own naturally. And now I have two uh, baby girls that were conceived easily and naturally. So, um, really it was out of this that we, Kelly and Marilyn and I decided, you know, we, need to start a company that will one day, um, that will prevent people from one day saying, why didn't someone tell me this? We want to help people remove the chemicals from their lives that are undermining their health. So that, you know, is essentially, um, in a non nutshell, how we got here. Yeah. Wow. That's insane. And that's crazy how quickly you saw, um, a change after you took out all of the 
toxins and the chemicals and everything, how quickly you saw your symptoms go away. Yes. The body wants to heal so badly. And we do so many things on a daily basis that stand in the way of that propensity to heal. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like you had any, like anything mentally you had to kind of overcome to really like go all in when you were at, when you were with Marilee and like giving up all that? Oh gosh. It's a, it's definitely dying to self when, you know, you make such changes, but you know, when, when we were there, we saw how much hope Marilee had and how convinced she was that this was the right way. And so really that made it so much easier. You know, it, it really mm-hmm. does take a certain amount of, you know, being convinced in your head that this is something right. that's going to help. And then once that comes, it's, it's amazing how easy it is to give those things up. And now, I mean, people look at me and they say, Oh, wow, you know, your diet looks restricted. I'm like, this isn't restricted. This is my lifestyle. And I actually exactly. enjoy these foods and because they make me my best self. They, I mean, I'd rather, you know, not eat the refined sugar and not be in pain than eat whatever I want and be on drugs and, you know, be bedridden. So right. definitely there's mental, mental, you know, um, battles, but I think that those diminish and diminish as you start seeing, you know, placing your priorities in order. Yeah, exactly. Very cool. And Marilee, how did you get into this whole type of lifestyle? Well, I'm going to say I started out being uh, absolutely in the dark and without a clue about one thing concerning health. Um, And I had a couple of devastating events occur in my life that shocked me into another reality, I guess you could say. And what happened, the solutions that came out of it were so amazing and life-changing that and they were so dang simple and uncomplicated that, I mean, what happened with my family really applies to everyone. And I started out being very sickly as a child. Um, the doctors couldn't figure out what was wrong with me. I had a fever of unknown origin. I had allergies. I had snot running down my face all the time. Uh, I was on medications, antibiotics. So mm-hmm. by the time I got to high school, I was trying to help the doctors figure out what was wrong. So I got a hold of medical textbooks and I love science. I wanted to be a doctor. My mother had cancer. I wanted to cure cancer. And, um, but I'll just skip to when I was 23, I became so ill that I had exploratory surgery and there were 11 of the best doctors in Houston, supposedly on my case. And I, respected them and I was actually so excited to go into that surgery I've said over and over it was like I was going to a party or even to my own wedding because I I knew these doctors were going to open me up and they're going to say oh that's what's wrong with her and they know what to fix how to fix it so I'm laying in my hospital bed after recovery and (laughs) My doctor walks in, and he grabs my hand, and I looked up at him, and I mean, I was like pumped. And he said, Marilee, I'm just really sorry. Um, the surgery didn't turn out like we might have hoped. You will, you will never have children. And he said it just so directly. You will never be able to have children. You have such extensive endometriosis. And you need to go on dialysis and you're going to need to have a kidney transplant. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, I just, uh, 
I don't know what happened, but I'm so excited that this, I mean, this, this was a, a defining moment. And I, I say now, a, sort of a positive rebellion from deep within me just rose up. And I looked at that doctor and I loved him. I idolized him. But I said, you know what? I am so glad that you are not God. What if next year or two years or whatever, the medical world figures out what to do and I don't have a kidney. Yeah. I said I said no, I am not going to be subject to what the medical world has to offer me today. I know there's an answer. Well, I'm sure he thought my I had three heads or I was on I was hallucinating cuz I was on morphine, but really that single event changed the course of my life. Um I was at a literal crossroad, and was I going to make a decision based on fear mm-hmm. and based on doctors I respected, you know, tr- very highly respected, or was I going to go down the, a road less traveled, like that Robert Frost um, poem? Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, anyway, I just never looked back, and I didn't even second guess it. I just knew that I'd find the answer. And so I was looking for the pill or the treatment or the therapy that mm-hmm. I was going to do it. But I was in shock when I got led to this medical doctor in Boston, in a Boston hospital mm-hmm. that was using food as medicine. Right. And, and literally he told me I needed to get rid of my SAD standing for the standard American diet right. that was full of chemicals and eat only real food. And he and said to me, I don't mean that you can cheat and have one bite of this. He said, if you want to turn this around, you may only eat real food. Well, right. I thought, I thought he was from outer space. I had no frame of reference for what that meant or how food would have anything to do with it. I was a foodaholic a sugarholic. I never was satisfied. My mm-hmm. family called me the family, dis- the disposal because I ate all the leftovers. Yeah. My mother would give me fo- uh, money to go shopping and I would buy food for clothes. Yeah. So anyway, bottom line, I got on this medicinal diet after the very first meal, I was satisfied and mm-hmm. I I noticed it right away. I didn't want ice cream in the freezer. And after 10 days, I was off all medication. I've never been on another prescription drug or over-the-counter drug since. Um, After a month, my cramps were gone, allergies, most of my allergies. And my life was just completely turned around. So at... I guess you get to, after the dust settled, I was absolutely in utter disbelief. You know, mm-hmm. I thought, oh my gosh, I've been poisoned. And I realized that, I mean, I said, how in the world in this country can we knowingly be putting chemicals in our food that can affect our mental and our physical and our emotional well-being? I mean, I was freaking out. How so, is that legal? Yeah. 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 I, yeah, I wanted to say, why in this front page news? So I wanted to write a book, and the book was going to be called Why Didn't Someone Tell Me? So anyway, um, I'd been complete, completely committed to conventional medicine, but I changed the course of my life 
and I studied food as medicine and became a medicinal cook. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, wow. <laughs> real quickly then, I, I found out later that I needed to learn a heck of a lot more about what truly healthy living was and my son had a catastrophic chemical injury at age 10 where we were told he would never recover he would be a bubble boy for the rest of his life his brain was so damaged and I answered this doctor in the same way that I did mine when he told me and again for some reason I just knew in my heart there was a way and so just to cut this short he finally, he did recover, fully recover, and the steps that we had to take for him to completely heal actually revealed why many people with chronic illness, just like Allison, just can't mm-hmm. recover. And that was how having harmful products in our homes can undermine uh, our health. Mm-hmm. We, can't, we can't repair and restore. Mm-hmm. So... That's sort of that's how I got on this path. Yeah. Wow. You both had very, I guess, traumatic uh, experiences, and I feel like, I mean, it's easy once you once you go from such a negative end to cutting everything out and feeling like the difference, like that's obvious, and then you're like, okay, I'm not going back to the chemicals and stuff. But exactly. I mean, some people are just some people are just living their lives and don't know that they can feel so much better. Um, yeah, which is a shame, but, um, hopefully, hopefully more people start realizing that they can feel a lot better. Um, that's cool. So then how did you guys start brand basics? Where did you come, come up with the name? Yeah, this is Allison again. I guess I can take this one. Um, we, yes, the three of us essentially were on fire, just so passionate about telling other people what we had discovered, which was essentially, what we like to call the power of pure. Um, so getting back to basics and mm-hmm. Kelly and I were on a walk one day in Austin, um, this right after we had left Marilee's, I mean, within a few months and we were like, okay, we're just going to start a website. You know, we have no idea what we're doing. We have really no business background and mm-hmm. we are going to write articles and blog and start talking about, um, you know, removing toxic chemicals from the home and from the diet And we started off with three branches, healthy living, because there are three of us and we had the verse, John 15, five, I'm the vine, you are the branches. So we thought, okay, three branches. And then, um, as things evolved and we loved saying, getting back to basics, it kind of evolved into just branch basics, um, because everything we have is plant-based. So yeah, kind of an interesting chain of events that occurred, but now it seems catchy and, um, yeah, kind of just stuck with and love branch basics. Yeah, very cool. And what was it like starting your own company? I know that can be super intimidating. Oh, gosh. You know, the reason it wasn't intimidating is because we had no idea what we were doing. Had we known, um, it would have been... That's right. Yeah, yeah. Ignorance is only bliss in that situation. Right. So... Yeah, you know, we really, like I said, had very little, I'd go ahead and just say no, business experience. And we started off, you know, wanting to sell air purifiers, infrared saunas, or organic mattresses, um, Mm. you know, non-toxic cleaning products. We kind of were like wanting to be this one-stop shop for healthy living. Right. And it was just too much. It was overwhelming. People didn't know where to start. Mm -hmm. And so we ended up really focusing on the thing that we feel like 
you know, involves everybody, which is a great place to start. And that's removing the toxic cleaning product from the home. But starting our own business, you know, came with a lot of firsts and a lot of falls Mm -hmm. and a lot of perseverance. And had we not had a strong foundation of being mission-minded, there is absolutely no way we would be on this call, that we would have this company, that we would be doing, you know, what we're doing right now. Because we've just been through a lot. We've had um, we've made mistakes in the hiring process. We've made mistakes in the partnering process. We've just made mistakes. Mm-hmm. And so um, we have found that, you know, that passion has really been the driving force for us. And um, going back to our original mission is really what kept us going on. And that's what we say to everybody's advice on this um, is just like, you really have a passion for something and you stay mission-minded, um, you know, there is no problem that can really overcome that. And so, um, yeah, that would be my advice to anyone out there wanting to start something. Yeah. And how did you get over, you said that there was a lot of mistakes and everything. How did you have, keep the perseverance to keep going? Yeah. I mean, I, again, I think it was really just having, having that mission and that passion and continuing the, you know, three of us would, you know, have days where we thought, oh, we can't keep going. I mean, we had, you know, lost essentially our product for a while, lost our employees for a while. Mm-hmm. We were going to basically lose our business and we essentially shut down for a year and a half. And that was a really, really hard time. But um, the reason that we still are here is because we just were not going to take no for an answer. We kept persevering and knowing that we were going to be able to formulate something that met our standards if we just kept going and we didn't listen to the naysayers. And I think that was a huge part of us existing today. You think it helped a lot that there was three of you? Oh my gosh. I mean, maybe this is speaking for myself, but I would have been so done by now. (laughs) 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 Mary and Kelly are just my rock. I mean, there were 10 days where I thought guys there it's a unicorn. We can't make a formula. You know, our standards are too high and they just had such hope and confidence. And so I think that the days that we were weak, they, you know, I was weak, they were strong, they were weak, I was strong and kind of feeding off each other's strengths is huge. And I I do recommend partnering with at least one other person. Um, if you're going to start something. Yeah, I could definitely understand that. It's a lot, it's a lot to go. It's a lot to go through. It's a lot to overcome when the stuff gets hard. Yes. Yeah. Um, all right, cool. So to get more into the chemical free living, what would you say is the most common myths that you hear from people of why they can't get into it? Why they don't think it'll make that big of a change? Well, I can answer that. I think that since my sons and my cases were so extreme, mm-hmm. um, it ended up uncovering solutions that actually worked and mm-hmm. uncovered principles that really reveal what true chemical-free living is that gives amazing results and that I really see that most people are missing. So the first point is really people don't realize what chemical-free living really means, just like I had right. no clue. You know, I got fully into, I had no clue about diet at first. I got into that and then I thought, oh, okay, this is healthy living. I had no clue about the other other part. Right. But there's, there's, Find points here that are really, really important. So the first thing is we don't, people don't realize how toxic our homes and food supply are. Mm-hmm. And because of that, we don't know what creating a truly healthy home and eating real food means. Mm-hmm. Um, 
we don't really know what's safe and what's not safe. So the words non-toxic or healthy on a label, that's just not enough. And people get all excited. They're going to go be healthy and they go to Whole Foods, but they're really sabotaged from the second that they pick up, you know, something on a store shelf if they don't really understand what is safe and not safe. So like my family, most families today, you know, are unaware. We're just in innocent ignorance. And we'll see this is in a health food source. We think it's good food or we see a non-toxic product because it says it is and we, we don't know. So education is key. But then this next point is really, I think, the biggest one that we're missing and that is people don't realize the impact of the what I call the low-level chemical soup that we have in our homes that's Mm -hmm. created by products that are under our sinks in drawers and cabinets and closets I mean people are buying the non-toxic products left and right I mean they can do that all day long and yet they'll have pesticides bleach you know fragrance Mm -hmm. synthetic fragrance products all throughout their house and there's a low level chemical soup and it was until i really understood that and removed this last box i was holding on to of my favorite products in my house Mm -hmm. that enabled my son to really start healing and i'll say that allison's case when she came her body you know was out from under the influence of those chemicals that undermine your health you don't even realize it but if you think about going down the aisle in the grocery store that has the pesticides and cleaning products Mm -hmm. most people that have a sense of smell go oh my gosh they can smell it right those bottles are not only closed but they're sealed so throughout homes we have maybe hundreds even of products throughout our house that are outgassing at a low level, this low level chemical soup. And I've worked with so many clients over the country um, through the, for the past 30 years that have come to me in sort of like Allison's situation. They haven't been able to get well. Wow. And we go through this step of removing all of this. And oh my gosh, it's, it's like Allison, the two months. So that's crazy. The last little bit of this that people don't, you know, that's a myth or let's just say not understood Mm -hmm. is we don't realize that our homes really need to be a safe haven because we are all exposed to those harmful chemicals when we're away from home. Well, that's we don't have any control, but we have control of what's in the house. Mm -hmm. And when we and when we yeah, when we sleep at night, our bodies need to just rest, recover and rejuvenate instead of detoxify. And so if you don't have that deep sleep, you can't restore like you really need to. And if you're fighting chronic illness or something, oh my gosh, you know, you're sort of in this loop. Your body just doesn't get the chance. So that's yeah. that's what I see I see as being missed. We really need to understand what these things, what is safe and what's not. Get them out of our life. Just get a daggum box, put them in. The box, walk them out, and you have a dramatic, dramatic shift in your air quality, and it can make a huge, huge difference. Awesome. I love that. Is there anything you want to add, Allison? Yeah. <laughs> no. I mean, I feel like Marilee 
Marilee is definitely the expert on that that particular yeah. question, so I'll default to that. But okay. yeah, everything she said, I mean, just echoes true and everything, you know, with my personal experience. So Right. So I know that best case scenario you would love if everyone just went through their house, took off all the bad stuff and got rid of it cold turkey. But say someone's having a little trouble easing into the new lifestyle. What are some tips of integrating into a new chemical-free lifestyle that you would give someone? I'll give you one at least right okay. now. First is, first is your outlook. How how do you think about it? We need to think of this as an opportunity. It's right. really exciting. And, you know, if you have a family, you can make an adventure, a positive adventure for your family. You know, engage them, make it fun, and take it step by step. I mean, every little thing you do will be moving in the right direction. Right. Um, you know, become you know, just do as you can. And, you know, like I say, I guess the second tip I'd say would be make it simple. Start with doing a healthy home because it's much easier to do that just to take products out and put them in your garage or we have a process that's really simple. Um, It's much easier than hitting the diet at first because you don't have to make your kids eat broccoli or anything like that. You can do it undercover. So there you go. Yeah. 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 Very cool. You know, third would be become an educated consumer. I mean, that's how we're going to change the industry. Right. And, you know, we can drive it with our, our, the pocketbook by, you know, if we don't buy it, people won't make it. They'll make the good stuff. Yeah. The more of the demand of the products and everything, the more that people will actually start making it. Right. Right. Oh, there you go. (laughs) Do you want to add something, Allison? No, no, I agree with that. I think just starting with the word fragrance and mm-hmm. just getting anything with that word out of your house is such a great yeah. place to start and it isn't can make it such like a big they, difference. Right. Isn't it that they don't even have to tell you what the fragrance is? It's just fragrance. Yeah. Like that's- and it can be any compilation of 3,100 chemicals. And so <laughs> I was just telling Kelly we should do a campaign that says stop using the F word. And <laughs> fragrance, like flavorings that. in your food, <laughs> fragrance in your home. Get the F word out. Yeah. Oh, that's good. I think it's, um, do, do you know the number stuff? Like the 31 chemicals, a lot of those are banned in other countries. Oh, Is that- well, it's 3,100. And oh. you're right. right. A lot of them are banned. In the United States, it's, you know, a lot of them are grandfathered in. And we, mm-hmm. we don't use the precautionary principle, which is used in the European Union. And essentially... Mm-hmm makes a chemical guilty until proven innocent. You know, here we use a chemical and we wait until it's caused harm and then we ban it. Um, And even then, the ones that are grandfathered in are, uh, you know, kind of immune from that policy. So, yeah, we really have to be our own advocates here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. That's just insane. I never never understood if a lot of other countries have it banned. Why is it not banned here? But Exactly. And we're going to have to make that happen ourselves. There you go. By yeah. becoming educated. Exactly. Ban it by not buying it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Very cool. So then what would you say is your personal philosophy on clean living? I, I, I'd say it's really simple. Sort of a ditch and switch or remove and re and sw- remove and replace with safe, you know. But I always like to say, you know, ditch your negative thoughts and replace with positive thinking because, I mean, how you think is really the, it's the portal. It's the way to get into this door. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you know, then the ditch the 
the food with chemicals and eat real food and vice yeah. versa. Um, and ditch products. It's exactly what I say. So I, I just <laughs> I want to say one clarification on this statement about eating real food. Mm-hmm. I think this is a real point that needs to be clarified because I'm not talking about gluten or uh, dairy or anything. I'm talking about chemicals in food. And a lot of times people say, I'm dairy-free, I'm gluten-free, but they're buying products that are full of chemicals. So that's something that really needs to be clarified for people. Right. I, I go by the philosophy of my, if my grandma wouldn't, wouldn't know what it was, then it's not, it's not real food. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. And what would you say that your personal philosophy is, Allison? I mean, really what Marilee said, it's essentially just getting back to basics. And I mean, just what you were saying, it's like my grandfather, I mean, truly actually on his deathbed and not to make it somber, but we were having conversations and I was really first getting into all of this about eight or nine years ago. And he said to me, you know, I just don't understand the whole organic thing. I just don't get it. And I said, Dandy, I am just trying to eat the way that you ate. That's essentially what we're doing with the word organic. We're trying to take it back, going back to basics, getting away from the GMOs and the flavorings and the artificial sweeteners and dyes and colorings. And I think if we can just think about food at its at its original form and you know, mm-hmm. using products in our home without this long list of chemicals and you know, petrochemical derivatives. Um, and just removing those things and not just switching, not just using good stuff, but continuing to have the pesticides and the fragrances in the home, but really removing those things and allowing the body um, a chance to heal. Right, right. I feel like maybe for the older generations, it kind of everything just kind of slipped underneath the radar and yeah. all the, like things are being added and they're not really aware that it happened and everything. And now, now we're at this time and we're at this paradigm shift where we're like, oh, all this stuff was added to our food supply and our right. products and stuff. And now we're aware of what's going on. Exactly. I mean, pesticides being used inside the home when they were really originate, you know, originally used for like chemical warfare. And we even look at, I'm not going right. to get into this, but the vaccine schedule from when our parents and grandparents, you know, were little to the one we have now. I mean, things are just being added. And I think it's just a call for parents and everyone really to just be their own advocate, as I said. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Be, be your own advocate. Exactly. And be educated. Yeah. All that. I love that. Yes. Ignorance is never bliss except for the scenario I used earlier. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Allison had to get going, but we're still here with Mary Lee. And I just have a couple of questions for you that I ask everyone that comes onto my podcast. The first is what advice would you give your younger self? Oh, wow. I'll just point out that, frankly, I look back and I can say that I did just about everything that you can do to create problems with your health. And Mm -hmm. I made every mistake you can imagine. And that just shows that no matter where you are and what you've done, things be turned around. Right. Um, I was so sick. My son was so sick. And oh, my gosh, I feel better than ever. So my advice to my younger self would, I I think it would clearly be always be ready to thought shift. Mm. And I mean, a change in thought changes everything. And sometimes what you think you really know, you Mm. really don't know. And that ignorance is a lot of times the foundation of like bondage and suffering, like in my case. So I just say, be ready to let go of your focus or your established habits. Right. Um, 
have the courage to go against the norm mm-hmm. because find out what the truth is and the truth is power. And, um, exactly. you know, I guess every time you come to what seems like a fork in the road that has some significance, mm-hmm. some decision, you know, it may be that taking something like the road less travel can make mm-hmm. all the difference. Um, right. You know, we have to think out of the box. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, I really, I really love that because I feel like the, I mean, the people that made the biggest changes and that see the best results and everything are the ones that go against the norm. Are the ones that go through the go through the hard way. Like you can put a bandage on something, but if you really dive in and actually do the deep work and right do the work that people don't want to do, like you're going to be better than had you just put a bandaid on it type of thing. That's for sure. That's yeah. For sure. And then my last question for you is what do you hustle for? <laughs> well, to put it, I, I think bluntly, um, Mm-hmm. Uh, my my experience, I think it does illustrate that ignorance is not bliss, like Allison said, uh-huh. and, and that, you know, we can be completely in the dark without a clue about what is actually directly impacting our health. So, my passion is I don't want people to be asking the question I did, why didn't someone tell me? Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel, you know, I suffered needlessly for years. I missed like six weeks of school at a time. I'd miss events. My son missed a lot. And just because I was eating the standard American diet and I didn't understand how chemicals undermanned health for my son. So basically, many people are suffering today. Mm-hmm. In fact, I, the statistics are absolutely alarming because we are in a healthcare crisis. And, and this just, I mean, my passion is to do something. And one in two American children are said to have some type of chronic health issue. Oh. The autism and the spectrum disorders, ADD, ADHD, asthma, I mean, allergies, childhood depression right. is, is just increasing in alarming rates and cancer is now the number one killer of children after accidents. I mean, we are losing our children. It just breaks my heart. And the rates of degenerative disease like ALS, MS, Alzheimer's and all that are Mm -hmm. skyrocketing. And the exciting point is, like you said earlier, we, we, we're, we've come to sort of a tipping point, and cutting-edge scientific evidence now is directly linking chemical exposure to this rise in degenerative disease. Yeah. But, but most of us, like me and my family, we're in the dark. Mm-hmm. And we don't know. So my passion and hustle is really to create a movement across this country. Yeah. And I, I mean a movement that inspires and motivates and empowers people to just do the simple things. I mean, how simple, how common sense. Get the chemicals out of your home that are in, undermining your health. It is not hard. It doesn't cost money. Mm-hmm. And eat real food. And we can take proactive, preventative charge of our of our health. Yeah. And so, you know, it's a fresh perspective on healthy living, I think. And it's simple. Mm-hmm. It's practical. And it's doable. Mm-hmm. And these, these things can radically improve 
your life. It's just, it's too exciting. I've yeah. just seen too many people have such spectacular recoveries like my, my niece. Yeah. And then products, having products available like Branch Basics. So what is the like main product that you guys have? We have a concentrate that will literally replace every toxic cleaner in your house. I know that sounds just off crazy, but Mm -hmm. it does. It does. It took us two years and over a hundred iterations to finally get this formula. And our criteria is we didn't want it to irritate the eyes, the nose Mm -hmm. or the lungs. And we in fact even had it tested by a third party tester and Unlike any other product they'd ever tested, it's tested to react on the skin just like the control or water. It's absolutely so, you know, mild. So um, anyway, this product can replace everything with kind of a minimalist dream. So you can get everything out. And you have one concentrate, and then we have refillable bottles for your bathroom, your uh, all-purpose, and windows. And you just fill those with water and then put a specific amount of concentrate in mm-hmm. and you're ready to go and it'll do everything from your oven to your wow. you clean your husband's car grease mm-hmm. out of his motor it's mm-hmm. so mild that you can wash your baby it's you can take your eye makeup off with it it's it's just um it's our vehicle to get our message out and it makes it really easy to start creating a healthy home Right. I mean, two points there. One, I'm very minimalist pro and, uh, well, pro minimalism. I'm not a pro, pro minimalism. And, uh, I love that it can replace so many products and just leave you with having to use just maybe one product. That's great. Right. Um, Declutter. We do have one other product and Mm. that's, that's our oxygen boost. And that is a stain, um, booster remover. And so, deodorizer a lightener and it can also be it's just a power packed uh cleaner for your sink yeah and grout etc it's just teamed up with concentrate it's fantastic yeah i just love that your company has such a message and a mission behind it and it's not just let's make products and sell them it's like you have a message you're trying to get out to the world and I think that's absolutely beautiful and I mean understandable after you guys have gone everything gone through everything that you've been through that you would have this kind of message and be so passionate and it's people like you that really make a difference in the world and I thank you so much and I'm so excited I'm gonna try some branch basics for myself and get the cleaner and well, we are so happy to share this, really. We, yeah. we want to shout it out. Say, yeah, just that. try. We invite you to try. Just get that box, take the stuff out, and see what happens. Right. And you can't lose. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, that's a good you point. Can, and you can run out to your garage and get your something you want to use because you don't know what to replace it yet with and bring yep. it in. But your air quality inside is still good just even having it out and trying to lessen the amount you use it exactly yeah yeah kids cool. get off their inhalers yeah people don't have headaches anymore it's just incredible yeah so can you tell people a little bit about how they can find branch basics online how they can buy it we are 
uh, online at branchbasics.com, and all of our ordering is through our website. Uh, We have a subscription service, and um, it's really – you can go on to our shop page, and it can show you. It can show how it's economical. For instance, the Mm -hmm. concentrate will make many, many of your bottles. And for laundry, it is unbelievable. I've not found a stain yet that I have not been able to get out. That's awesome. Ah, I can't wait to try it. That's so cool. Oh, and how can people find you on social media? We're on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Just go to Branch Basics Instagram. Yeah. And we're on Facebook. Yes. We're on and Facebook. Facebook. Yes. Very cool. All right. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on. I'd say thank you to Allison, but um, I'll, I'll tell also thank you to her later. I really appreciate it. I love your guys' story. It's very inspiring. And, and you guys are a plethora of knowledge. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you for having us, and thank you for what you're doing. Oh, of course, of course. We're kind of both in the in the same fight for making a difference and a change. That's in the right. World. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. As always, I do this for you, and I really appreciate that you guys listen and you enjoy it. So if you want to, you can follow me on Instagram. My handle is at wanderwithkirsty, W-A-N-D-E-R, with K-I-R-S-T-I-E. Also, if you really, really love me, you can rate me on iTunes or whatever podcast platform you listen to this on. Until next week, keep hustling for yourselves, keep loving yourselves. You really do deserve it.